Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to The Witching Hour. I have a wonderful guest for you today, one of my best friends in the world, Yvonne Haas. And she is a light worker of the dark arts. Intriguing, isn't it? Yes, and she is. But before I bring you Yvonne, where's Patty? Where's Patty? I'm in Ireland. I am somewhere deep near the castles that were used in Game of Thrones, castles and forests and fire festivals. And I bet you I am having the most amazing time. So I have no classes or workshops. I have no public or Zoom events because I don't even know if I have internet right now. And I'm enjoying every minute of it. I'm probably and hopefully seeing lots of fairies and gnomes and all those wonderful woodland creatures that you find in Ireland. So I will tell you all about it next week when I get back. Okay, everybody. Um, as you know, I'm taping this early before I go to Ireland. And this is the longest my husband and I have ever been away from Willow. It's actually the first time that my husband, Carrie, has ever been away from Willow, um, especially at the same time. So this Willow report, this Willow report is for Willow. Yes, it is. Because we've been looking at pictures of her I took and put on my phone. We've been watching the videos of her play dates for ourselves. But I thought this Willow report is for Willow. So Willow, if you are watching this right now, because our friend Ron is staying there, you be a good dog, okay? Are you being a good girl, Willow? I want you to eat your breakfast. You're not a very good eater. You got sleep in your eyes. So I want you to obey Ron because he's not a real early getter upper. So will you be able to sleep in a little bit? Maybe, maybe not wake him up so fast. Do sleep in your eyes. Sorry, guys. I got to get her camera ready. And Willow, maybe you could cool it on the barking just a little bit while we're gone. Because I know that you like to bark and, and talk to everybody who walks by on the street. And you like to talk by to every delivery person. And you want to talk to every car and every truck. Mm -hmm. But maybe we could be a little bit quiet. And now also make sure you do tell Ron when you have to go outside and you don't leave him any surprises where he going to get up to go to the bathroom or something. So again, this Willow report is for Willow. She doesn't know right now we're getting ready to leave. She's doing that hide Willow acting lessons as soon as we get back. You have to learn to play the camera. You have to look eye contact, eye contact. She doesn't know we're leaving. Anyway, send this to your Willow. And it's a fun thing to do. Leave a video. So we're going to have Ron play this whenever she might be being a naughty dog. Or whenever she's just lonely for her mom and dad. The Willow Report. Just for Willow this time. Go love your baby, whatever your baby is. See you next week when we'll be live and nationwide. There we go. She looked. She looked actually at the camera. This might be a first. What a good dog. Thanks for watching the Willow Report.
let's do some magic, shall we? And going to Ireland, I thought about, wow, I wonder what my psychic gifts are going to be like. Um, my mediumship, is it going to be that much stronger there, being there in this? So I thought, what a fun thing to talk about, our own psychic development. Most of you listening to this show, you're probably in the arts of some form, and most of you are probably gifted. I actually think that we're all born gifted. It just gets taught out of us in our modern Western boring society. But it's not hard to develop both your connection to the other side and your connection looking into possible future events, how things are going. Now, I always say possible or probable because I believe free will trumps fate and destiny. My witchy side takes over my psychic side. So I'm not going to say you're going to hit get hit by a bus on Tuesday, I could say, be careful so you don't get hit by a bus on Tuesday, because if I see something happening, because we do live into these things. But you guys, if you think about it, you probably know things a lot that we're leading down a path may happen. So there's lots of ways to develop that, you know, playing with cards, what card's going to be next, playing with what song's going to come on the radio. The more you're not afraid of being wrong, the more you'll be right. Because what that is, is getting our left brain out of the way, that logical left brain thinking, focused, organized brain. Shh, we have to shush it down. We want the right brain, the creative, intuitive, spiritual side of things to take over because this will shut it down. So just allow it. Like, I think they're going to play Taylor Swift next good chance you'll be right, right? And when you're wrong, go, eh, I'm wrong, I'll get it next time. And when you're right, go, how did that feel? It's learning to trust those first gut instincts because that first little thought, like I should turn left here or I better call my mom. Before we overthink it is usually the right one. That's the connection to spirit. And the same thing with mediumship. Everybody wants to talk to the other side, whether it's their beloved dead or you know, elementals or the fae or their spirit guides. I think we all can do that too. It's getting out of our own way. One way to develop that is pay attention to you. You are the best vessel you have. All of a sudden, if you get this little feeling like, oh, I think grandma's standing behind me, you get tingles. You get this cold feeling. You get goosebumps. You get a warm feeling. You get like a pressury thing. Just say yes. Just say, is that you, Grandma? Is that you, Grandma? I think it's Grandma. If you immediately go, that doesn't make sense. Oh, that's somebody opened the window. I'm just having indigestion. You're going to shut it down. But the more you say yes with these little thoughts, it's training your body. If you want to judge it and get into it, do it in two hours. Right now, go, yes, I think Grandma's behind me. Is that you? Think about it. She might talk to you in outside words, but usually it's inside words. You hear it. You might just know it. You might see it or feel it or sense it. All the different clairs are equally good. Again, you might not see it all. You might just know it. You might just feel she's behind you. You might hear she's behind you. You might taste she's behind you. But it's getting to know your body because you have a language with spirit. Most of us have stronger ones than other ones. Right now, if you are watching this, if you're just listening, um, do a 360 degree turn, 360, yeah, 180, 360. Like look around your room, wherever you are, and then come right back here. And then close your eyes and relive what their room looked like. 
And now when you're reliving it, are you relying mostly on your visual? Are you relying on the outside eyes, the inside eyes? Or is it a feeling, ooh, this felt cold over there? Or do you remember sounds or senses? You're going to tell which of your clairs, sound, smell, are the strongest to both develop those and then develop the other ones around it. It's a body language that we have to get used to. Meditation, of course, works. Focusing, shutting down that left brain works. Breathing exercises. And more than anything, just practicing. Light a candle. With love, with respect. Always set up a sacred space. Say, I want to talk to, say, Grandma. I want to talk to Grandma. And Grandma, if you're there, make the candle dance. You'll be surprised, she may. Now, if you are opening the veil in any sense, make sure you are setting up your parameters and your guidelines. No trickster spirits, nobody not allowed in, only spirits good and light or spirits that you're inviting in. It's really easy and it really is that simple. And then just trust it. The more you do, the better you'll be. And the, like I said, the most important is the less you're free, afraid of being wrong, the more right you will be because your logic brain does not have to get involved. I remember once at a seance, and I have to, I've to—I've learned to trust this over the years and years. Um, I always say, you know, who brought in the little dog or who brought in the kitty or grandma's got the purple hair, but a giraffe came in the room, a giraffe. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I'm sitting in the middle of Los Angeles. Had my left brain taken over, I would not have said a giraffe walked into the room because I did not think anybody in this urban environment had a pet giraffe. But Again, trusting spirit, trusting your guides, trusting your higher self. I just said, a giraffe just walked into the room. And unbeknownst to me, one of the people at the table had grown up on an animal reserve somewhere and had a pet giraffe. But it's no judging and it's trusting and it's setting your parameters. You too can talk to the other side. It's simple. That's a really quick overview, but this is the very best starting place you can get. Go practice, have fun with it, and always come from your heart. That's it. That's your magic. Today, the magic is one of my besties in the whole world. Um, she is a vanity alchemist. Mm, think about that. She is the co-host of Two-Faced Horror Podcast. She is a para-nerd and investigator. She is a light worker of the dark arts meet one of my best friends in the world yvonne haas hi yvonne hi so happy to have you on finally i mean this is what we do on a regular basis just talk just chat hang out we are fellow vampire lounge girls together we are fellow witchy girls together um known each other for several years now and I just love how you've really been coming into your own and working with people now and stuff. So thank you for finally coming on The Witching Hour. Thank you. It's so fun. I'm excited. Thank you. So uh, again, the, the first thing that I love, before we get into even light work of the dark arts, which I love, what's a vanity alchemist? That is more of the self-love aspect. It's um, the personal empowerment. Um, it goes hand in hand for me with the dark arts because I, I don't stay away from um, ego altogether like a lot of um, systems do. Yeah. 
so it's the glamour art. It's the, I feel good, so I look good. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. It's just, you're not resonating on my level. So I must not need you, or we must not, we just must not be meant to be right now, or um, that's not my path. And if you really think it is, then, you know, maybe you need to change and tweak your energy a little bit so that you can get that magnetism going. But um, Vanity Alchemist, it, it has to do with everything earth, I suppose, if you wanted to, to bring it down onto the elemental level. It's, a, it's everything that we as humans love, like lust over, um, all of those things. Right. And you really are a beauty in the sake of beauty, girl. I mean, as far as, you know, techniques and beautifying techniques and female techniques, not, I mean, for males too, you are like the goddess I go to for like, what is the best treatment for this? And what is the best treatment for that? And what is, what do I do about this down here? Um, and you have an answer to everything. And you probably even have a magical machine for everything. So to me, even that beauty alchemist, alchemist means you change things, you shift things as well as energetic uh, what you were talking about and we do need a little of that ego within there in my belief system no matter what all those people that you know that preach like oh no we can't do that you know they lost themselves right right and it's really easy it's a, a little compromise here a little compromise there and then before you know it, you don't even recognize yourself and, and you don't remember what made you happy and the things you thought did really don't. And it's, it's just a mess and it's really hard to get out of. And there's a lot, a lot of women and men too. I mean, this is not exclusive to women um, that are, you know, coming in with all of these weird planetary alignments and, and you know, isms and all these things, they're really ready to go back and see where they lost themselves and how to find themselves and what really fits in with who it is that they were meant to be. So do you think this mostly affects us um, in our like love relationships, our relationship relation? Is that where we like lose ourselves the most in our you know, those kind of romantic relationships versus work versus friendships, or is it across the board? Because to me, it seems like, I, I mean, I don't want your opinion, that a lot of people, I can hold my own with all my girlfriends and I can hold my own at work, but all of a sudden I'm in a love relationship, I've lost it. Um, I think love is one of those things that we're kind of brainwashed into this is what that looks like and this is what it has to be. Um, and I really think that that's like the biggest downfall because that turns into this huge heap of, of Mount Everest of fear and, and, you know, you're afraid of what your parents and your community and, and your social circles are going to think of you if you've changed your mind or if you want better or if you've just grown um, and it's a new chapter in your life. Um, but I think love really affects everything in your life because that resonates so intensely and so that that is one of those things that society has told us is safe as it it is really that intensity of the dark magic where people say oh just stay away from that you know your heart's fluttering so it's a sign it's a sign run um it's it's not but i think the 
love resonates on that same level and that same intensity. And if you can harness that and really control it, instead of letting that fear turn it and tell you that it's controlling you, then that's where that alchemy comes in. That's where what you see now shines through you and the people who don't don't match up with that start to fall away. They don't, they're not even interested anymore. They're not interested in judging you. They're not interested in influencing you. They're not interested in trying to dull your shine and, and your mission. So is, is that something to notice as you're becoming again, your own person and whatever that means, your own no, noticing what people at first are trying to dull your shine. Is that something to pay attention to try to control you, to try to change you? Are those red flags? They are, they are. Um, you could also use them to your advantage though, because if you think about it, I know, um, you know, I try to say, oh, I hate gossiping. I never gossip, but you know, when, when we're gossiping and we're talking about each other's relationships and issues and things, I mean, you, you can't help but notice that these are cycles that we get stuck in there. It's, it's the same it's the same storyline. There are different faces, maybe different intensities, but it's the same. So a lot of times you, you can look at that other person and see what they're stuck in because they've probably done this to you before, um, or you've seen them do it to other people. Maybe you even joined in. Oops. Oh, well, now you know better, but you know, you can see these relationship cycles and they loop and they loop and they loop. And you can see what it is that you're doing that puts you on that level that you're attracting it over and over and over again. So, you know, that, that weirdness, it is not necessarily bad. I hate saying things are bad, but yeah. you know, you, you might not want to sit in it, but be like, Oh damn, I missed that. But I, I get it now. I get it now. So. Yeah, because it it's true. I mean, almost every day I work with people and, this it what you exactly said it's a loop i always attract the same kind of person i always attract somebody who's like my father i i always attract this or i always attract somebody who turns mean or somebody who turns disrespectful or somebody who's that so who's the common denominator there it's you <laughs> right and it's so, friends too i mean we've seen people come and go through you know through the lounge or through just different events period who, you know, they're at a hundred one day and then all of a sudden they flew off their rocker and you're like, Hey, what, what happened? <laughs> or they just switch, you know, energy vampires, you know, uh, you know, it's all kinds of relationships. You really, you can't do life without relationships. So, you know, it's friends, it's love, it's family even. Right. That's beautiful. So, Keep, become your own beauty alchemist right? and see what's what. And again, like you said, vibration level of, of where we're at. So, um, yeah, so we do have to pay attention to that, especially in this crazy world, because we are in extra crazy times. Times are always crazy, but extra crazy times with the COVID and post COVID and all the political stuff and the war stuff. No, most people aren't at their best right now. They're either got, got some fear base or oh, how am I going to do this base? So it, it's not necessarily bringing the best out in everybody. So, you know, 
stepping right. into it. So what does a light worker of the dark arts mean? I love the phrase, I must say. I work, it's, it's really simple. I know people make it really difficult and, and complicated. It's really simple. I work with the more intense energies. So uh, the energies that everybody, not everybody, but, uh, you know, the, the general majority of people run from, they say, oh, my heart's fluttering or, um, you know, my heart's racing and I'm sweating. You know, I can't work with this energy or that deity or, or this side or whatever. Um, I work with that. And, and that is what people refer to very often as demons, as satanic, as dark, uh, forbidden. Um, but in reality, it's just the other side of the light or angelic coin. And, you know, a, a lot of times I think that we, we fail to remember because it's, it's all remembering. We're not really learning. We're, we're remembering, yeah. but we fail to remember that there's no light without the dark, um, you know different side of the same coin, but it's a balance of, if you're all love and light, um, you know, that dark, so to say, side is gonna be waiting to pounce. And, and it's just gonna feel overwhelming. And then you get yourself in trouble. It, it's not that, you know, the dark is waiting to lure you in or tempt you or anything. You just get scared, you get panicked, you know, things that are unfamiliar and, um, and explored are scary, yeah. but once you you explore them, you understand them. It doesn't mean that you have to be best friends with them or work with them on a daily basis like I do. But once you understand what's going on, it's not as scary. You're like, oh yeah, I'm not interested in that, or I'm not ready for that today. I'm I'm not I'm not up for that. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna ask, you know, maybe Archangel Raphael or Michael for for some help or guidance or Jesus or whoever it is that you know you're comfortable with and that's okay but it it's working with the more intense energy right, right. and again if, if you love it if you are all love and light you wouldn't number one be human that's another realm that they're dextral they all if you go up into those high those angels the non-fallen ones they can't all they can protect and they can enlighten and they can't cause shift or change or anything. It's once you get the sinstral side, um, which is shift and change, which you're going to get at the crossroads. That's when you could take control of your life. That's the way you have control of your life. So again, we, we're like this weird, odd couple of uh, best friends. I'm the good witch. I don't use the term white witch in because of all those connotations to it. I mean, it's just, it's a weird world. I am good. I'm good. I do tend to work, do my magic up here because I like living up here, but I know how you have to go to the crossroads. You have to, if you want to create your own life, otherwise you're just going which way the wind blows you. And who wants to do that? Right. So how did you get into your path? Is, is, was this, were you kind of, born into a different versus you know you're you've kind of very definitely have your own path of sorts and um it's beautiful i really help people and again it's probably one of the most understood paths out there for people like, mm, yeah, 
I was actually born into it. I fought it most of my, you know my life because, of course, growing up in a Catholic home, going to Christian school, um, you know, I was really taught, oh, you know, you're you're obsessed with Halloween and all these things and asking questions. You're inviting them in, and I was like, no, mom, they're they're already here. Like, <laughs> like this is scary stuff. And um, the more, you know, you talk to um, people who are very dogmatic, it, it's more judgy. It's a, well, just avoid it. Just just pray. Just, and, you know, I went to all of these cleansing uh, masses and things and, you know, everyone tried to pray the dark away and the nightmares and the weird things that happened or whatever. It didn't go anywhere. And I never wanted it to go away, to be honest. I knew that it was part of my path. It was terrifying, you know, as a five-year-old to have these things, you know, cooling you out of your bed or moving shit around your room or whatever. But um, I, I knew that it was something I had to understand eventually. Um, and so as an adult, I did. Um, but I, I'm, I think I'm more grounded than most people because I it, I don't denounce God. I don't denounce church. I think it's a great place. I don't think that uh, the dark arts or Satanism or any of those things is for everybody. I think it could quite possibly ruin a lot of people who uh, aren't ready for that. But um, I mean, I, I studied a lot. I've studied occult. I've studied the light stuff. I've studied, I have, I'm pr pretty darn close to a bachelor's in biblical theology from Southern Baptist uh, College. So um, I get it, but I also, what that's allowed me to do is see how they all overlap and they're not that different. They really aren't. Nope, not at all. That's my little uh, preacher thing too. It's like different words, different things. And again, for everybody going dark, is it dark? you are one of the, <laughs> lovingest, givingest, kindest, helpful, magical people I know and have ever met. The, if with your darkness, the light you bring in when you walk into a room, when you walk into your magic. So again, people, this is a place people really have to let go of that old paradigm of thinking dark is bad and light is good and this, that. It's you they do because I actually I felt right. I felt the most dark when I was surrounded by the religious community, to be honest. And I had questions and, and I wanted to know what was going on. And I went to, you know, light workers and you know, these rainbow attunement people and all these, you know, pretty things, which I love pretty things, but they were light workers only. And once they would tap into that current that that I have. And that I live in, they didn't want anything to do with me. They wouldn't read, they wouldn't finish my reading, they wouldn't finish a clearing, they wouldn't um, do an attunement. They were like, you have to get rid of that. And I'm like, it, that, you know, umpteen exorcisms and whatever would have gotten rid of that if it was gonna go anywhere. You know, I'm not worried about you getting rid of it if you're trying to, you know, behind my back or secretly. It's not going to go anywhere. It's balancing. It's tell me what is this? What can I find in there? And you know, all that was hiding on 
the other side or in Satanism, really what I live by is that your opinion and your free will to live your life the way that you want to and, and your perception of things is just as valuable as mine. And so if I come across somebody who has an opposing or an adversary, like um, we like to call Satan or, or the devil, either term that you want to use um, is referred to as the adversary. But if I come across somebody who has an adversary perspective on something, I think about it for a second. And if I can't argue that other person's side as passionately as I can argue my own by stepping outside of myself, then, then I'm not going to shove my foot in my mouth because then I'm just arguing for the sake of arguing, which is fun. I like it sometimes, <laughs> let's be honest, <laughs> but, but that doesn't make me an awesome person. That doesn't make people feel good. That that's not adding to the current that we're trying to, we're trying yeah. to give off and, and we're trying to be a part of. So, so it, it's really, there's free will and then there's the freedom to act on your free will. And that's really the dividing factor right there. And Right. Right. So yeah, we, it's not well, living in this fairy tale. The second I met again, and I think a lot, again, because of what society has said about things and certainly religion, traditional religion has said about things and even new age or spiritual people, even witchy people, baby witchy people don't get that. Or the people that came out of the Wicca of the seventies and eighties, they just don't get it because then they turn that into God is really, it's, but it's anybody who's really is connected to spirit. The second I met you, I went, Oh my God, she's special. She's fabulous. She's wonderful. I didn't go get out. <laughs> get out. No, you did call out my dark. <laughs> you called out my dark, but you asked me about it. And I was like, yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. I'm good with it. I got to figure it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, you're evil. Get this. No, this is, it's a, it's a complicated world. It's a complicated planet. If anybody thinks anything is black and white or, you know, they're not going to get very far. <laughs> so what do you, what do you, we're in this crazy world we're in, how does, how, how do you do, what are things that you do in your life to get to, to make it better? Like do you do a lot of ritual work, spell working, just daily things that you do to make life better for you, for the world, for whoever, your family? Um, I do try to do, you know, daily workings, um, you know, my, my self-discipline, you know, is not, not a, <laughs> not as we all have that issue sometimes yeah um but I try to spend time with um deities um I, mean, I work very heavily in the demonic currents so I I spend time with them and, and their and their attunements and their current and then that way I know what energy I want to tap into for different workings or different intentions, things like that. Um, you know, there's books upon books upon books telling you, you know, this one is for that. And, you know, payment is for riches. Well, you know, there's more than a dozen demons who, whose, you know, specialty is listed as riches, um, sea tree for glamour. There's all kinds of different ones. Um, so it's, you know, I'm not about gatekeepers. I think everyone needs to find their own current and, and their own 
path um, and you know grimoire of sorts in their workings. So I, I like to spend time in the different um, energies and, and just kind of journal a little bit. Um, those are things that I make sure that I do every day. So it might be five minutes, it might be 30 minutes, uh, usually not an hour, but <laughs> probably should be sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that sums it up some, you know, sometimes I know I, I like to be like, oh, the new moon's coming or, oh, the full moon. And sometimes I just don't feel into setting up a whole ritual and, oh, what do I want? And what do I, this and that, and you don't have to. So uh, what I do on those days, which is more often than I'd like to admit is I just, um, acknowledge it say thank you for you know your energy your courage your help your wisdom you know if there's anything you want to let me know you know lead me to write it down or or give me an idea a thought a vision anyone who knows me knows i'm like super super adhd and i'll just have like eighty thousand ideas and i'll just write them down all the time and then i'll try to throw them out when they come to mind but you know i forget them so (laughs) but it's just spending time getting to know yourself and, and seeing what that resonates with. So isn't that all of it, whatever you're calling the deities and whatever realm you say they're in, isn't really all inner work? I mean, it's knowing yourself, what you want, what you need. That's how it always comes down to me. Whatever little path I'm taking at the moment, it's like figuring out this. It is, it is. And, um, I know that a lot of what scares people on any of the more intense paths, I know like Wicca is a little more gentle and like, you know, you don't have to do your shadow work and you can just, you know, pick daisies and light candles and, you know, sing to the fairies. And that's great. I love that we have to, you know, come into it with this childlike wonderment and and excitement. Um, But there will come a crossroads where if you didn't do that shadow work on the inside, you're not going to fill that hole with whatever it is that you're wishing for with the daisies and the fairies and the rainbows. It's, it's not going to align or else it's going to be right there in your grasp and it's going to just slip right out because you're just not aligned. So. Right. And shadow work again, because of the times we're in, because shadow work is a big buzzword that is new to this world and new to the craft, whatever path, if they're I'm Thelemic, I'm Wiccan, I'm chaos, I'm whatever. All of a sudden the buzzword is shadow work. So that is good. People are realizing you can't just be blinded by the light all the time um, because there's shadow behind it. So for anybody who doesn't know what is shadow work? Yeah, you know, shadow work is something I feel like it's been convoluted lately and just like muddied up and made all mystical and and complicated. Dude, it's going into like yourself and seeing these looping patterns and seeing what aspects of your character is driving those things. And then really sitting down and seeing where did that come from? And is that true today? Was it ever true? And is that getting me closer to my goals or my intentions? And usually it's not. So um, for me, I think the shadow work is easier if you break it down into archetypes, which is the same thing, really. Mm -hmm. You know, 
everyone has a saboteur, everyone's got a prostitute, everyone's got their price that they'll, you know, compromise for. Um, th these are all characteristics of, of our personality that we've devised and adjusted to different levels to keep us safe and to make us feel whole and um, I guess grown. But, you know, there's different times and different places for different ones of those to to hold the boss seat. And so we might not need that, you know, orphaned child to be driving our relationship bus. Right. Beautifully put. Uh, that, Beautifully yeah, that's put. shadow work. It, make, it makes it easy. <laughs> it, it, it does. And again, and somebody else would go dark, dark. No, it's we have shadows. We have what we do. Um, well, this is amazing. So if people want, and I must say, you are like one of the artsiest, craftsiest, creative. You work, you create oils and art and all sorts of things. So if people want to follow you more, how can people find you? How can people follow you? Workings for people? Um, I'm at Pretty Creepy Girl on Instagram. That's where I usually, well, I'm really bad about posting, but I'm really good mm -hmm. about getting back to people. So you can always find me there. Okay. Pretty creepy girl horrors. on Instagram. You what, mm -hmm. what? Yeah. I also have the two-faced horrors. Um, there's not a lot of stuff put up there yet. Cause that's for the podcast. And, um, we've just not put those live yet, but we've been working on it. So but you'll get out there and you have a lot of stuff. coming. I, will. I know that. So you guys keep following her on Instagram, find her there. Um, and then come back again soon when you have something. I thank you for bringing your magic and you do have truly beautiful, amazing magic that I, I, people really do need to understand more in this world, in our craft, in those who call themselves occultists, witches, whatever you wanna call yourself. So thank you for being a really positive light of what that is. So you guys check her out, Yvonne Haas, Pretty creepy girl, just kind of perfect. <laughs> um, and thank you for visiting the witching hour.